Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll introduce my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. This weekend, I was actually in a bit of a funk, and I wasn't sure why. And I was discussing this with a friend of mine, and he gave me some really great advice. He told me to write down everything I was concerned about or afraid of on a piece of paper. Not on your keyboard, but on a piece of paper. There's something very magical about applying pen to paper when you do this. And he said, take that piece of paper and burn it. That will release all of the negative energy surrounding these things. I thought it sounded interesting, so I wrote everything down and I let it go. I didn't have a match, so I tore it up into tiny pieces and threw it away. And it still worked the same way. I felt a lot better when I was done doing this. So I wanted to share that with you. The next time you feel negative energy around things in your life, write down everything that concerns you and then dispose of it. You will be releasing negative energy away from your life. And I promise I felt better. So will you. With all this in mind, I'd like to introduce my very special guest this week. His name is Mark Giroux. Let me tell you about him. Mark is a serial entrepreneur, CEO of multiple companies, an international speaker, and mastermind success coach. He's been elevating people's minds, attitudes, habits, and experiences throughout the world in many areas of their lives. How you treat yourself is vitally important to your success. Mark lived growing up in the foster care system. As a result, he's developed two youth centers in his local area with plans to expand throughout North America and worldwide. Mark is also an author and life consultant. He helps people through heartaches and pains to find inner peace and strength. He believes that believing in others empowers them to believe in themselves so that they too may share their stories and dreams with the rest of the world. His upcoming book is called The Unopened Gift, Five Gifts You Need to Receive Now. We will discuss all of this and so much more in today's show. And here we are with my very special guest, Mark Drew. Mark, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Brian? Fantastic. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So here's the first thing I normally ask people, Mark. Tell us a little bit about your background, uh, how you started, maybe some things you overcame, and what brought you to where you are now. We'll talk this whole first segment about that. Absolutely. So, you know, growing up as a foster kid, you know, being very young, being put into foster homes at the age of six, I mean, you don't really understand the the concept of, and, and what's going on. You don't really grasp. You're just getting into your cognitive ability at that point in time. So, you know, I was sat down by my sister uh, when I lived with my grandmother. So at the age of two, I was sent into uh, to live with my grandparents because my parents were going through a divorce and my mom actually has cognitive disability. But back then, nobody really knew what cognitive disability was. So my grandparents were so kind and loving that they took me in, but they were getting older. And I am a very energetic. I'm sure you can hear that by my voice. I'm very energetic. I'm filled with life and I just want to have fun and do things. So I really, really was wearing down my grandparents and they couldn't give them back, give me back to my parents because they weren't able to take care of me. 
So they had to come up with a solution. And the solution was to put me into foster homes, to find a home that could take care of me that was suitable for me. So my sister sat me down at the age of six and said, Mark, grandma and grandpa love you very much and told me the story on how they're getting older. And she asked me, would you be willing to go live with another family? And I looked at my sister and I said, I would do anything for grandma and grandpa. And so therefore, I was put into foster homes at that point in time. From the age of six to 12, I was in one foster home where I was very blessed to go to church. But on the backside of things, I was getting physically abused by the foster father. So I was going through a lot of that torment and I was wetting the bed. I was very feared of where my my world was going and I didn't know you know so I used to sit by my bed and I used to pray for God to show me what love was because I went to church and they always talked about God being love so after the age of 12 you know going through all that abuse and stuff my father decided to come back into my life and that's when my world really started going even worse than it was being abused by my foster father where my father did take me in um, for three months but he was never home because he was a truck driver, he was always on the road. And my stepmother, she had two kids of her own, my sister who had moved in, and then me who had just moved in. Now you can imagine the pressure on this woman taking care of these kids that not, aren't even hers, okay? So going through that pressure, my sister had gone through a really horrible experience that is for her to share, not for me. And when she went through that experience, she actually almost died going through it. So when that day that she moved out is the day I ran away. And when I ran away, they put me back into foster homes. And from then on, I went to group homes. I went to detention centers. I was put into, I was probably in, I think, around 11 or 12 different homes at that point in time by the time I was 15. And one of the homes that they put me into, it was a actually a biker home. So it was, it was not, it was for me to pay rent and stay at the age of 14. So by the age of 15 and a half, I was homeless. I had kind of, I guess you would say, divorced the children's aid and was just tired of what they were doing with me and, and, and all the abuse I had suffered. And I can go through the whole story of the, the, the bikers and what went on, really horrific stuff. And I got to say, just to chime in on that, is I'm very thankful, very grateful that what I've gone through, you know, has made me the person I am today. So I'm not complaining about it. I'm very grateful, but it was a tough experience that led me to where I am today. So after that, at the age of 15 and a half, being homeless, fighting for survival. I ended up moving to Vancouver at 17. Uh, and during all of this, just to backtrack to when I was 12, I went to a couple camp programs that stuck with me. So when I moved to Vancouver, one of the camp leaders, he was the guy that I actually moved to Vancouver and ended up staying with. Started working on hardwood floors, changing my life around, still in drugs. And by the age of 20, I was a crack cocaine addict. So I was still doing a lot of the bad stuff that my subconscious had been trained to do, but I was working my way out of it. So that's how I've ended up going down the route I've gone. That's the early part of my life um, that uh, I'm not sure if you, you wanted me to give you all the way up to where I am now, but that's the early part until I was 20, uh, you know, homeless, drug addict, abused, uh, mentally, emotionally, uh, physically. Um, and like I said, very grateful to experience those things because I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if it wasn't for what I experienced yesterday. Right. And you certainly don't have that victim mentality now. It takes a lot of emotional maturity to not blame other people. Absolutely. I had it for a long time. And I was, and it destroyed my life. Having a victim mentality turns you into a victim, right? 
What you right. need to do is you need to realize that every single person in the world goes through tough things. Everybody struggles. Whatever it is, you cannot compare what you're going through to what someone else is going through. We've all been chosen for our purpose. Our experiences, our hardships are for us to give blessings back to other people. So again, very thankful to go through those hardships. Absolutely. So for those in the audience who have not experienced this, what are some myths or misunderstandings we may have about foster kids in the foster care system? Well, you know, some, some myths is that, that they're, they're unfixable. And, and that's true. We don't need fixing. We need loving. Um, and that, you know, if you're going to take in a foster kid, you're only going to take in, you know, a damaged kid. Well, we're all damaged at some point in time. In fact, if you take in a foster kid, you're actually taking in a very blessed child. And that child, shown proper love, will witness the love and walk away from all the anger that they've in, that's been instilled in them through being abandoned. And, you know, going through those hardships of being abandoned, um, which, is, which was harder than being physically abused. Being abandoned is one of the hardest things that I ever had to deal with. And still to this day, have motions come up and I have to recognize them. I have to realize that that's not what's going on, that what's really happening that's coming up is just from the past experiences, right? So when certain things in my life happen where I feel like, because I'm very loving, I'm very giving, I'm very there for people, and not everybody's like that, and everybody has their own upbringing. So children that come from the children's aid, they can be very loving, very compassionate, very giving if you just give them the opportunity. Yeah, that's fantastic. So uh, we've got a couple minutes to our first break. So as a result of these experiences, you've wanted to give back to this community. So you've started a couple of youth centers. How did you do that? Well, you know what? I partnered with an organization, really big organization called Youth for Christ. And what I did was I came on board. They actually pulled me on board. Um, and so I was on the board and I, I own a construction company. So I did the construction work for them. They were doing this for three years and three years. They really weren't getting anywhere. And at the end of, you know, at the end of three years, they were very frustrated. So the director came to me and he asked me because, you know, he had heard about my, my want to help kids. And there was a high suicide rate in my area at the time. And I jumped right on board. I said, absolutely. I will come on the board and I'll bring my construction company in and we will, we will donate and volunteer time. My staff are amazing. They'll give their own personal time. So it took us eight months to take a 6,000-square-foot building and convert it with kitchen stages and everything. It took us only six months. And I say only six months because a project like this would take over a year for sure, but they hadn't even started. And the reason it took us six months, I believe, is because of the grace of God, because we were blessed to give back and serve to the community, and we were willing to do it on his name and not try to be somebody that we weren't. So therefore, within eight months, the center was open. The suicide rates started to drop. People started getting help. We, you know, classes for young pregnant women. And at the same time that I'm doing this, they asked me, well, I said to them, I own a building in Welland. So I'd like to open up another one in Welland. So that's what I did is we literally, I was on the, I was the director of the board. I was the founder of the organization over there with, with partnering with Youth for Christ. And now we have a drop-in center out in Welland. And that is our, our, our area that has not, like it's, I think about 40, 50,000 people, but it's a higher rate of why kids are, you know, committing suicide, doing drugs and misbehaving, you know, criminals. 
because our area used to be steel factories, car factories, and it repressed. We literally lost all of those businesses, so people lost all their work. So they had nowhere to go. They had nothing to do, and that's why we started to have these problems with the youth in the area. And thankfully, I was able to be a part of this great organization with obviously some other amazing people in the area that now run those organizations to this day. That's great. We are coming up against our first break. My guest is Mark Giroux. We'll come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Mark Giroux. And before I forget, you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes anytime for free. Leave a review if you would like. That would be very meaningful and very helpful. And we do appreciate the support here. So, Mark, uh, we talked about your foster care journey in the last segment. Let's talk about your journey into entrepreneurship because I know that you, you've run companies. How did that start? How did you decide that you wanted to run your own business? Well, you know, I, I, I literally, when I got into anything that I did, I failed at it or I got fired from it and I didn't know what the problem was. And I, I figured, you know, it was always my boss was the problem, but it was me that was the problem. I think I just wanted a little bit more. So when I got into, I went to school for bricklaying and that was shortly after I did school for early childhood education to work with kids. But I really wanted to understand my own thought process uh, as a kid, and that's why I learned ECE and I learned child and youth care. But I literally, I went into 
you know, bricklaying and, and got my degree in bricklaying. And I came out and I started working. And, you know, we were paid decent at the time. And, and I started and I'm like, you know what? I want it. I want more. And I started, I was starving for more. So I literally, I started to, you know, ask, can I do my own bricklaying? And obviously I didn't have enough experience to do it. And, and so I, I did a couple small jobs and, and I started to, you know, pound the pavement a little bit, handing out flyers and stuff. And it really wasn't going anywhere. Like bricklaying was, it's one of those trades where a lot of people, you know, you have to have a lot of experience. So I ended up walking in on this opportunity in a roofing industry where it's, it's a lot like bricklaying, but it's very simple. It's, it's not rocket science, very easy to do. And within a week, I knew how to install a whole roof. Within one week, I knew how to do it. Not saying I could install a whole roof by myself, but I knew how to do it. It was that simple. So I opened up my own roofing company. Financially, I did well. So then I, you know, you'd come to the winter time and you would, you'd have nothing to do because you weren't doing roofs in the winter. So I was always searching for more. I went and became a, I, I worked on a car lot. I, I became a, I have an OMBIC license to sell cars. So I sold cars. I was the top three sales guy every, every year or every uh, month that I worked with them. Um, and then I went, worked on the rigs, you know, in the winter time. And I was finding that I would always have to go work so I wasn't making enough money and I always wanted to give back so I was losing time on volunteering with the homeless shelter I had worked before. I did you know, a few years at the homeless shelter, I also worked as a night manager at the homeless shelter and I really loved doing that but they didn't pay well and, I, and in fact I didn't want to get paid, it was supposed to be my service. So I was finding that in the roofing industry I was working 15 hours a day and I wasn't having any time to give back. So as I was moving along, I decided to open up a construction company that covered everything. And then again, you know, people are always, oh, they're trying to lowball and they, you know, they want the quality, but they don't want to pay the price. So I struggled through that. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to, I really enjoy real estate. I've been paying attention to it for a couple of years. So that's when everything took off. I literally went into real estate. I went and studied. I spent over a hundred grand to learn how to do real estate, and I met some of the most amazing people. David Seymour from Flippin' Boston, Damon John, uh, Greg S. Reed, you know, just, and I mean, I've done so many different things because of doing that real estate course, and when I came back, I started to flip homes, and now I already had an extraction company, so I started to flip homes, and when I was flipping homes, that's where the money was really being made, you know, in the home flips, and I was able to give back to the community. So I'll tell you about one small project quickly was, I bought this house for around $80,000 and I put about 35 grand into it and then I was able to sell it for 175,000 when it was worth over 225,000 to a new homeowner and they could afford that they couldn't afford it anymore and it was a five bedroom house. So wow. this allowed people to have space. Allowed people that were good families to be able to you know, get their own home and stop paying rent and pay toward their equity. And that made me feel like I was giving back. So I got into the real estate side of things and it was absolutely amazing for them. I'm not saying that I didn't stumble and fall through things. We all do. That's how we learn. But I'm telling you the people that I met because of it was one of the most amazing men in the world, Greg S. Reed, who literally this man through his event, Secret Knock, my whole world changed. Everything just I mean, I met Frank Shankwich, who's now a very good friend of mine, the founder of Make-A-Wish. 
who I speak to on a regular, who's making a movie right now with Greg S. Reed. And these people have helped me realize where I was failing, even in the real estate, where I was failing. And I'm going to say it to you. I'm going to give you one of the golden nuggets, one of the secrets right now to where you fail, where I failed consistently. I wasn't believing in myself. I was doing things, but I wasn't believing in myself. If you don't believe in yourself, it doesn't matter how hard you work, you're not going to succeed. Do you know what I mean, Brian? Yes, that is so important. And I think that's something that a lot of people fight through is, you know, trying so hard to believe in themselves. And sometimes it's difficult to do because sometimes it's difficult for us to see our own strengths. And we just need to be affirmed and be around really positive people who can reaffirm that with us and and see the greatness that is with us. And and a lot of the people that you're talking about, Greg Reed and uh, Frank Shankowitz, uh, they're amazing. I've met them too. Uh, let me ask you, well, t- let's talk about Secret Knock because that's that's uh, one of Greg's events. I have not had a chance to attend this, but but you have. Tell us about that. I've been honored to attend three times. Very thankful for the event. Um, I would just want to say that, you know, what you said there, that's, that's Les Brown saying, and I love it. If you don't see the greatness and you find someone that does until you can see it in yourself first. And I love the way that Les Brown says that yeah. because it is so true. So let's, let's, let's talk about Secret Knox. So what it is is it's an invitation-only event for top entrepreneurs in the world, and they basically want to hear where you're at, what your story is, and where you plan on going and what you're doing to serve and give back. Well, I was given I, through the real estate at the very end of all the courses that you do, there was this fill out form for the secret knock. And unfortunately, I never got all the way through as fast as one of my friends did who called me up and said, hey, have you got to the end of the course yet? And I said, you know what? Honestly, I haven't. I've been really busy with the construction and the real estate. I, I haven't been able to get through it all. She said, they are just like you. I said, who's just like me? I said, there's no one like me. She goes, they are just like you. You have to. Here, I'm going to send you the link. you got to watch the video. And you got here. I'll send you the person. you got to send her an email. So I watched the video. It was, it was a short video. I think it was about three and a half minutes. Uh, I read up on it a little bit. And right away, I sent an email. And it, it was telling my story briefly. It was probably one of the longest emails I've sent, though. You know, a good couple paragraphs. And, and, I, and I sent a story. Within five minutes, I got a phone call. And we're talking, it's 7 a.m. California time. I'm sending this at 10 Eastern time. And I get a phone call immediately. The person that sent it back, Katrina, was just leaving the gym. Now, I say this because if you want to succeed, you should get up early in the morning and get yourself going and get yourself physical, just like Tony Robbins says as well. I'm up at 4 a.m. and at the gym by 5 a.m. every single morning doing two and a half hours of working out. And I'm 40 years old. And people wonder why I look like I'm 30. It's because I give it, I give it my all every day, physically, mentally, and emotionally, to make sure that I stay healthy. So after a phone call from Katrina, I talked with her for about 15 minutes, and she said, "I'd like to extend an invitation to you to the secret knock." And I was all over it. So just a, just a couple months later, I flew in, went to the secret knock. It's a three-day event, and it's nothing like you could ever imagine. I mean, the founder of Ugg Boots, who's now a friend of mine, Brian Smith. Brian Sidorsky, he is a billionaire investor in Calgary who only invests within 500 kilometers of his home, but he also teaches youth and kids to believe in themselves out there. Brian Sidorsky, amazing man, phenomenal person. I got to meet people like Les Brown, people like Frank Shankwich, 
I mean, Sharon Lecter was there. If you guys don't know who Sharon Lecter is, seven-time New York bestseller. She wrote the book, Three People Go with Greg S. Reed, and just yep. released a book, um, I Think and Grow Rich for Women. Yep. Unbelievable. This woman, I, I can't say enough about her, has inspired me so greatly, it's unbelievable. And what these people do and what they say, they are doing exactly what they're saying. Sharon Lecter literally is doing exactly what she is saying. This woman travels so much and helps so many people like Les Brown does. You know, I'd like to mention another name too, Bob Proctor. Met him out there too. What a phenomenal person who I, I, I'm not even sure, you know, his age. I know, I know that Frank's in his 70s and he's making a movie now and he travels around and he speaks to a bunch of people. But these people live it. They are giving and they are living it exactly like they preach it. And if you follow what they say, you'll be successful too. Yeah. So secret or not, if you get a chance, Brendan, and I know you will, this is an absolutely the, – the, it's now the number one entrepreneur event in the world by Forbes, yeah. right? That's fantastic. Would you say that attending live events is the best way that you can network with other people? It is. And if you want to be the best, then you have to hang out with the best. And, I, and they say it like this. They say the five people you surround yourself with, that becomes the likelihood of you, the character of you, the finances of you, and that becomes just like you. So whatever you're doing in life, you surround yourself around certain people. So at high school, if you were a smoker, you were in the smoking area. If you were a jock, you were in the gym or you were out on the basketball or the football field, right? So when yep. you surround yourself with certain people, you become just like them. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk real briefly. We've got a couple minutes to our next break. Uh, speaking of Greg Reed, you were one of the contributors or co-authors to a book that he wrote last year called Ambition, The Power to Reach Your Dreams. Uh, how has being a part of that book opened doors for you? I'll tell you what, he's a, what, 60, 60 bestsellers? Uh, amazing doors have opened. People are calling me like crazy. I am the first chapter in the book Ambition, and how they write it is a perfect parallel way to put it, where Samuel is actually me and Mark Drew is me coaching me. And that's how the story's written. And there's a, there's about 12 other authors in there with me. But I'll tell you, being in a book with Greg S. Reed will take you to the next level because this guy is an absolute champ. And not just writing books, but putting the right people in those books. Yeah, he's amazing for sure. I mean, Greg's been on my show. Sharon's been on my show. Frank has been on my show. Brian Smith has been on my show. I mean, we, we're running around with the same people. And it's just... Fantastic. Uh, let me ask you this. Let me talk talk real briefly about uh, we've got less than a minute to go. I suppose we should probably uh, wait until the next section for this. But I do want to talk about your book, which is upcoming called The Unopened Gift, Five Gifts You Need to Receive Now. Uh, Self-limiting beliefs. Would you would you say that's what holds people back? Is that I mean, we talked about how people don't believe in themselves. 100 percent repression. What you believe is what you achieve. If you believe you can't do it, you're not going to do it. If you believe you can do it, you will do it. Massive action and belief in yourself. That's what gets you to the next level. Absolutely. We are here with Mark Giroux, and we will come right back after the next break, and we will talk about his book, The Unopened Gift, Five Gifts You Need to Receive Now, and we will talk about an upcoming television project that he has coming up soon called Movers and Shakers. Stay with us. We will come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio.
The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Once again, you can download and subscribe uh, to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes anytime you like. Please leave a review. That would be amazing and awesome. So, Mark, let's talk about your upcoming book called The Unopened Gift, Five Gifts You Need to Receive Now. What is this about? Okay, so The Unopened Gift is really all of us have the gifts inside. All of us are, you know, repressing them. They're not, we're not really accepting them because we're, we're not believing in ourselves. Just so we were talking before we went to break there, you know, so what it's about is encouraging people to understand how to find their gifts and what their gifts are and what things they should be doing that's going to help them go to the next level, right? Because for me, I spent a long time looking for what my gifts were, but my, my gift was always right there. My, one of my gifts is compassion. One of my gifts is love. One of my gifts is like ultimately loving people through their pain, where a lot of people can't talk to people where they're in a negative state or in a bad place because it brings them down. It doesn't bring me down. It takes me to the next level to think, and how can I help them understand where they belong instead of where they are? So the unopened gift is supposed to help people release their own gifts so that they can, around them, their communities and their people around them, that they can flourish love on them and encourage them so that everybody continues to work as a community instead of society. Now, we know what society means. Society is a repression. It's not a community. A community is to lift you up. Society is to actually push you down. I don't know if people understand that, but society-based, the way that we are, the way that we work, the way that we contribute to each other, it doesn't lift you up. It pushes you down. You know, you get repression jobs. You know, your boss is giving you trouble because you're doing something wrong instead of encouraging what you did right. It's always telling you you did this wrong, but they never come over and say you did this right. So it's always a repression state. So when the unopened gift is going to tell you and show you how to open those gifts. And I'm going to have a few other authors in there. Some surprises going to happen. And a few other authors in there that are very successful authors. And they're going to talk about how they 
have opened their gifts and encourage people how they can open up their own gifts. Now, everybody's an individual, right? So mm -hmm. everybody needs to really understand who they are. And then, you know, if so, if, if somebody says, you know, we look at pro athletes. Well, let's look at Phelps. Yeah, his gift is being an amazing swimmer. But let's be honest. So he stayed in the pool longer than everybody else practicing. He did double the amount of workouts that everybody else did. So although he had a gift of being a strong swimmer and a good body type, he still was twice, double the time in the pool. So you wonder why he's got all those medals. Oh, he's just lucky. He didn't, No, he earned them. He worked hard. So even though you have these gifts, you have to pull them out and you have to work hard. You have to take massive action. Without massive action, you're not going anywhere. And so many people are stuck in the dream world. Oh, I would love to be able to do this. And I dream about doing this. Well, then take action. If you start taking small little steps every day, it builds up that massive action. But if you're not doing anything but sitting there and dreaming and gazing at that Lamborghini on the computer or gazing at the Lamborghini that drives by in the movie, go, oh, I'd love to have a car like that one day. You're never going to get it unless you go after your dreams with everything you have and be willing to fall and fail and get back up, clean off yourself, and give it everything you have to search for what it is that you need to be doing. Do you hear what I'm saying, Brian? Yes, absolutely. That's so important. Taking action uh, is really the, the cure for everything. So would you say that's the best way to break through your fears is just to start identifying something and just taking action on it? Breaking through your fears is accepting that you have fears. Breaking through your fears is realizing that you're not going to let them take control of you. Breaking through your fears is realizing that we all have them and you're not alone. And when you sacrifice those fears, know that when you, you think about fearing the regret that you'll have at the end of your life, and everybody does, you'll regret more to not conquer your fears than you ever will if you attempted to conquer your fears and failed. So always take that step, no matter what it is. You know, when you're, people go skydiving, it's not easy for the first time for someone to just step out of a plane <laughs> thousands right. of feet up in the air. I mean, that's scary. I don't care who you are. But after they've done it 10, 15, 20 times, it's like second nature. So, yes, Brian, when you start taking those steps and start conquering those fears, that's your courage. You have to be courageous and go after everything with you have. You don't think I have fears? I got fears. Trust me. Yeah. But I don't let them rule me. I don't let them take over me. I control my fears. And something I've been hearing a lot lately is control your emotions. Do not let your emotions control you. And you have to do it within five seconds. So if you're going to go and start something, go to the gym early in the morning, like I do. You're going to start doing that, and all of a sudden in the morning you wake up, and boom, you start having this negative talk. They say count backwards. Why count backwards? Because we always count forward. If you count backwards, you actually break that negative thought. Five, four, three, two, one. We don't do that. So if you do that, you break that negative thought, and there you get up and you go to the gym. Whatever it is, if you have a second thought about something, if you're going to go sign a contract about something, okay, you better think about before you sign that contract and read it. I get it. But if you're going to try to, you're going to work on changing your life, you need to make those decisions within five seconds. Me, changing my life doesn't just mean, you know, I'm going to go and study. It means I'm going to be physically the best shaped 40-year-old in the world. I'm giving it everything I have. I got sponsorships now. 
that they're sponsoring me with all the nutritional products I need, they're sponsoring camp programs that we're working on and developing, and it's all because I went and worked my butt off and they see me and they were like, we wanna sponsor you because of where I'm going, because of what I'm doing, because I'm taking that massive action and I'm working as hard as I can. And they know, even if I'm to fail, because I have failed many a times, I'm willing to dust myself up, get up, and kick some more butt. And because you know what? I still fear failure, but what I fear more is the fact that I don't succeed by giving back to people like I should. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins is a book that I'm actually reading right now. So I love that backwards counting down. It makes a lot of sense. And if you don't have that book, uh, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, get it. She is amazing. Uh, emotional, emotional mastery is so important, and you alluded to that. A lot of people seem to let their emotions rule over them. Other than the, the five, four, three, two, one countdown, what other suggestions do you have for emotional mastery? Sorry, a question again? Yeah. Uh, okay, so emotional mastery, how, how do you accomplish that? Well, just like I said, the five-second rule, you have to control that, that emotion, right? So emotion comes up that's negative, you have to change your train of thought. Another one is physical activity. One of the things Tony Robbins does that I've started to do is he does three minutes of gratitude every single day when he gets up. Because when you're grateful, you're not going to have fear. You're not going to be fearful when you're grateful, right? You're not going to get angry when you're grateful. So you have to wake up every day and you have to prime yourself, like Tony Robbins says. You have to prime your emotions. You have to understand that everything that's coming your way is external. You're in control of the internal. Don't worry about the external. Don't let it get to you. You are in control of internal. So if so recently a relationship, you know, I, I we broke up about three weeks ago. You know, I love this girl dearly. I, I care so much about her. Um, and the thing is the emotion, if I would have let that emotion control me, I wouldn't have got out of bed, but I didn't let the emotion control me. And I fought the emotion with positive things. And I started training myself extremely on every level. I actually did Sonia Ricardo's course, the unsinkable. I've been on webinars with Les Brown webinars with Bob Proctor. You know, I've been in phone calls with some of the top people that can help coach me. I watched Tony Robbins two hours a day on YouTube, I do motivational videos all while I'm working out. So I, I, I combine multiple areas, they put myself in a subconscious training that I'm going down the right road. So you wanna, it takes about 21 days to retrain yourself. So by doing that, this woman, actually, we are, we get along better now. We talk more now and get along better than we did when we were together. And that's all because I reset Ooh. myself. I understand, I understood the things that I was doing wrong, I understood, you know, my own mistakes and stop blaming somebody else because I can't control the exterior. I can only control the interior. Right. And so when I control the interior of myself, my own heart, my own soul, my own mind, I don't have to be angry. I don't have to be upset. Not saying I don't get those emotions. I do. But what I do with them is a lot different than what I used to do with them. I contain them to the understanding that it's okay to be sad, but I don't have to stay there. I can change that emotion in just a moment if I decide. I talked to somebody today at the gym, and what an amazing woman has been through some tough things in her life, and I just, I get this feeling inside, and when she walked into the gym, I opened the door for her, and I said, absolutely, you know, please go ahead, 
And I knew there was something about this woman. I just knew there was greatness in this person that she hadn't experienced or seen herself. So I struck up a conversation at the gym and normally I do it by being funny and I joke. People like to laugh. People, that's the emotional control. When you can get them laughing and having a good time, they feel more comfortable. So I started joking with her and she went from being in a state of, she was working out and everything, but she went from being in a state where she was kind of just there to being happy, you know, and opening up. And she tried to tell me that she wasn't in a bad, not in a bad mood, but that she wasn't going through anything. And I said, don't lie to me. And she laughed right away. And she knew that I could sense it, that I could feel what she was going through. And we struck up a conversation. We've been texting throughout the day today. She is a phenomenal. She's a mother of two. She's got, you know, so many great things going on in her life, but she was hurting from some past experiences and she's going through that emotion. So, you know, having that conversation today, the reason I was able to have that and coach people like that is because I'm controlling my emotions. I'm not letting them control me. Absolutely. We've got a couple minutes to our final break. Let's talk about another book that you have coming out soon called Never Alone. Tell us about that briefly. Well, Never Alone, you know, that that one's going to come really, really quick. And it, it's my story. It's my story growing up as a foster kid. It's going to be told in a parable with coaches and stuff and people that have come into my life to help me and guide me through. And, you know, it's really near and dear to my heart. I started writing this book three years ago, you know, and, and, and I, I didn't take it to that level because I was, I was afraid. I was afraid, you know, that it wouldn't be everything that it was supposed to be. I had to let that go. Yeah. And when I let that go, it happened. I got a publishing deal by Michael D. Butler from Beyond, uh, sorry, Beyond Publishers. Amazing man. He was a pastor for over 20 years. This guy did an interview with me. You can watch it on YouTube. Talking about my story three and a half years ago, but I'm going to write this book. And now we are 60 days away. Literally, I connected with him a month ago. We are now 60 days away from releasing this book to the world. And it's all because I, even myself as a coach, I literally let fears control me. Tony Robbins will tell you he went through seven years, even while he was coaching millions of people, of allowing certain things in his life to control him. So that's what, you know, it's a story of my life growing up. It's a story of the heartaches and all the pain and everything, all to the glory to give back. Thankfully, I went through what I went through, and it's going to be told in a, you know, parable way where people can really relate to it. I'm excited about this one. This is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Great. And we will come back after our final break. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please don't go. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. This is the Tokinet Radio. 
Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. It's words you never heard. Can you keep a secret? Apparently, most women can't. According to a London study, on average, a woman can only keep a secret for about 32 minutes. One in ten women quiz said they'd had a falling out with a friend over letting secrets slip. Plastic surgery, people involved in dalliances, canoodling, and relationship problems topped the list shared in Hugger Mugger. Do the Britons gossip more than Americans? Probably not, but they certainly read more tabloids. What's a word for the enjoyment of reading about another's troubles? Schadenfreude. A quidnunc is another word for a gossip. And Alice Roosevelt Longworth said it best at a dinner party. If you can't say something good about someone, sit right here by me. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. And down the stretch we come in our final segment with Mark Giroux. And we talked about a couple of books that he has coming out and a book with Greg Reed in which he was one of the contributing authors. And so not only does he have that going for him, but he's got a TV show upcoming called Movers and Shakers. That's coming out in the next few months. So tell us about that, Mark. You know, the Movers and Shakers show, same thing with the, the book that I did. It's been taking a little bit of time based on my fears, but... I did a recording with the number the number one guest, my hero, um, that he's going to be the first show, which is Frank Shankers, the founder of Make-A-Wish. I had the opportunity to go spend uh, five days at his home and film with him, and he's currently filming a movie himself right now called The Wish Man with yes. Greg Reed. Uh, amazing. He's also got the book, The Wish Man, so people look up you know, The Wish Man, look up Greg Evers Reed, look up Frank Shankwich. If you guys, whoever's listening, if you need anybody to speak or anything, these are the top people in the world. Reach out to them. Get them on your stage. These are the people you want. So Absolutely. the Mover and Shaker show, I've, I've been working on that format with David Fagan from the Icon Builder, and I've had a few different people jump on board. Um, some of the listeners might know Peter Wilson. She did the show La Femme Nikita. She's an A-lister actress who is an absolutely beautiful soul, kindest woman I think I've ever met in my life. And she's been she's offered me to produce the show. So she's going to jump on board. Right now she's in Australia turning her house. She's got a beautiful ranch out there. She's turning it into a place to help people out in Australia. When she comes back to California, she's getting back into the acting world and, and also producing me. And she's also my acting coach because I, I, I dream about getting into movies as well. So Movers and Shakers is going to talk to people. It's going to interview people that have gone through some extraordinary things to where they were, where they are, and where they're going and what they're doing to give back to the world, what they're doing to serve and contribute in a way that they're really benefiting tons of people. Now, if you only benefit one person, good for you. It doesn't matter if you've benefited a thousand people, a million people, or one person. If you're going out and you're benefiting one person, 
Every day, you're looking to be kind to somebody good for you because you know what? That's what everybody should be doing. And the more people do that, you're a mover and shaker and you're giving back. Fantastic. You've got some sponsors lined up for this already, don't you? I do. I do. I'm looking at some other... I can't release any names right now, but I do have some sponsors. Like I said, I'm, I got some sponsors for my programs down here. That's with uh, the owner of Popeyes down here, Steve. He's an amazing guy. He's going to help me with some of the camp programs and stuff in my own area. One of the things I learned was start in my own area and, and build there and then go global. Think global, build local, and then go global. Awesome. So I'm working on that right now, but I do have a, a billionaire in the loop that could be jumping on board quite soon on that show. Fantastic. So for those out there who are looking for sponsors for what they are doing, do you have any specific strategies that you have followed that have helped you? Well, I reached out to you know a few different people. Now, if you want investors and things like that, one of the things I would say is always find someone that's got the same heart. So if, if you touch their heartstrings and what you're looking at doing, those are the people that are going to want to sponsor you because that's what they want to do too. That's what they want to be a part of. Steve at Popeyes, he loves, he was, I think it was four years. He did the big brother, big sister. He did camp programs for years. I think it was nine years, actually big brother, big sister. And four years he did uh, camp programs with kids. I mean, he loves to give back. He was actually, he put himself in the ring to raise money for kids. He was getting punched in the face by a boxer <laughs> to raise wow. money for kids. You know, I mean, he's a fit guy and everything. He trained for three months to get in there. And he says, Mark, it's nothing like I thought. He goes, it hurts. And it takes a lot of energy to get punched in the face and keep going. But he did it because it was all about giving back to the kids. So one, find people who have the same heart as you. Two, surround yourself with the people that will enlighten you on mastermind with you on how to find the next levels. You got angel investors. Greg Ryder's a good friend of mine. He's a great man. You can go to angel investors to find investors for certain businesses and things that you want to do. I'm working on a real estate thing right now where half of the money that I do on real estate goes to the, the organizations. Um, go to events, network with people. There's other foundations out there. Call them, ask them for information on how they did it and what they're doing and tell them what you're doing and what you're looking at doing. Feel free to share because if it's meant for you to do it, no one else will take it. It's only for there for you to do in the first place. Right. Open, network, communicate, and accept help. Fantastic. So you've rubbed shoulders with a lot of really successful people just like I have. So let me ask you, Mark, what does success mean to you? Success means to me uh, love. If you are going to be successful in life, it means you've found love. So what I mean by that is I love the people that I've surrounded myself with, and they love me. And love, There's, there's if you look on my Facebook you know, there, there's no alternate to what love is, okay? So love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, love does not boast, love is not proud, love is not rude, love is not self-seeking, love is not easily angered, it does keep no records of wrongs, it does not delight in evil, doesn't rejoice in truth, it always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, it always prefers and never fails. That's success. If you want success, folks, that's what success is because the money will come and go, People will even come and go, but if you love with inside yourself, starting with you, you love yourself, you have to follow all those conditions, that there are no conditions, you have to follow that. And when you do, you realize that being successful is because you've surrounded yourself with the right people that will stay there with you for the rest of your lives because they're the ones that are meant to be in your lives 
So it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. It doesn't matter if you have no money. I remember going from an event from being in Beverly Hills with the richest people in the world to the next day on the streets interviewing homeless people. And I just released some things on my Facebook, what I did a year ago doing that. And I even say in my video, I feel more at home on the streets with these homeless people than I did with the millionaires up in Beverly Hills because wow. they showed me more love. Now that's success. Exactly. That's a beautiful sentiment right there. So Mark, let me ask you, what has surprised you about entrepreneurship? How, how tough it was. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Everybody thinks it's an easy road. No, there's a glorious end to it. If you work sure. your butt off, but man, it's not, if you just go to a job every single day and you make a paycheck and you know your budget and you know everything is in order, what, you, what you're, what you're going to follow, how your life's going to be. But an entrepreneur, man, you really got to spread your wings and fly as much as you can, as often as you can, because if you don't, you're not going to find the food you need to feed yourself. Right. What, what advice do you have for entrepreneurs that might be struggling right now? Don't give up. Never give up. But if you're failing, okay, sometimes you're failing. And if you don't love what you're doing and you're failing, but you don't love what you're doing, learn to change direction. Because maybe it's not the path you're meant to be on. And I've been down that road. In the construction world, it wasn't where I was meant to be. In the, in the real estate world, it is where I'm meant to be, but not the way I was doing it. Sometimes you have to change direction. You have to call upon mentors to help you. If you're falling, go learn from someone that else is, that's already fallen so that you don't have to fall yourself. I mean, the stories that I've heard have helped me from falling for years. Ron Klein you know, the inventor of the magnetic strip and on the credit card and the MLS system. He's a mentor and a friend of mine. If it wasn't for Ron Klein, there's no way I would have moved away from the stuff I was doing if it wasn't for his encouragement and his guidance. If you if you need anyone, look up Ron Klein, people. You know, he does do coaching. He does do all that. And I'm telling you, this man, I would pay millions of dollars to get his coaching because I'm telling you, he changed my life in a big way. Ron Klein is brilliant. He's also been on my show. So if you want to look up the interview that I did with him, just go to successprofilesradio.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a podcast player. Click on View All Podcasts, and you can go ahead and scroll down until you find Ron Klein. And you can listen to any previous episode there, too. We are three minutes until the end, Mark. Let me ask you the question I ask everybody. Uh, who inspires and motivates you? Well, there are a few people that inspire and motivate me. And I'm going to tell you what inspired and motivated me today was this Melissa girl. She inspired and motivated me today that she was willing to hear and willing to step up, willing to be honest and be truthful to herself. That inspired me. Melissa inspired me greatly today. Les Brown's inspired me. Greg S. Reed's inspired me. Jason Scissors has inspired me. You know what? I have... Tons of them. Ron Klein, Sharon Lecter. You know, I could go on and on and on. I have a lot of people that have inspired me, but they haven't just inspired me. They've taught me. And I'll tell you what. Through it all, out of everybody, Brian K. Wright has stuck by me. He posts. He likes. He does everything on my Facebook. He's always there. He reaches out to me. If anybody wants a really true good friend, Brian K. Wright is the guy that inspires me. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that so very much. Uh, wow, that's, that's cool. I, I love hearing stuff like that. And I, you know, I love to be loyal to my friends. So that's awesome. We have less than two minutes until the end. Uh, if you're starting over today, knowing what you know right now, what might you do differently? 
I wouldn't do construction. <laughs> okay. I would, I would use my, I would, I would find myself first before I stepped into anything. I would find out what my dreams were because growing up the way that I grew up, I didn't know what my dreams were. I didn't pay attention. And now that I'm paying attention, that's the only thing that I would change is to pay attention to myself and to what my dreams are and stop chasing things where I didn't belong. So always find out who you are so that you're able to go to the next level. And Brian, I got to thank you so much for having me on the show. You are an amazing person and I am so blessed and grateful to be a part of this show. Thank you so much. So tell us how we can get a hold of you. I haven't had a chance to ask you that yet. And we're at the end. You can go to my website at www.markajeru.com. And, and please spell your name. Yeah, it's M-A-R-K-A-G-E-R-O-U-X.com, all lowercase. Fantastic. And so check out uh, Mark's books coming out soon and check out Ambition written by Greg Reed and a whole host of co-hosts. And we are coming to the end of the show. This has been Success Profiles Radio. My special guest this week was Mark Giroux. And I thank you all for listening this week and join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview world-class successful people and learn about their journey, what they overcame, and how we can learn from the lessons that they themselves have learned so that we hopefully don't make the same mistakes that they might have made. Join us next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. We will be back next week. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye, everyone. Take care. For being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright. Each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how.